Today on News 4 at 4, we're working for you. An inside look at the local COVID vaccine trial for kids. What children reported days after getting the shot and how it could impact the timeline of kids being vaccinated. Today at 4 p.m. on NBC4. Tonight, it's the Voice Live Rounds, and Nick Jonas wants his first win. Let's get this done. Who's got what it takes and whose dream ends here? Watch live and vote to save your faves. The Voice Live Rounds, tonight on NBC. You are now listening to The Reality Is. The Reality Is. No, I'm glad to. It's for minorities, but white people don't be scared. Asians, Hispanics, you want to come on the show, hit us up. I'll talk to anybody about everything. Just be- like, these niggas is out here fucking these girls and putting it on porn up. At 8 o'clock in the morning on a Sunday with a hard on, she gets up and she turns oh on the church and turns the thing on. I was thinking, I thought I'm going to get some head or something start to think. Oh, niggas is straight out here raw dicking and choking on her. If God has his hand on you, why you sitting there? Uh, that was pretty good, man. It just kind of came you out. You can't be squeamish when giving head. I mean, you got a dick in your mouth. Like, how much more gutter can you be? Right, like, like, pushing the big deal, nigga. Just yeah. period, point blank, just what it is. The reality is. Have you ever cheated on somebody? No. I have. Oh, I never wanted to cheat on anybody. Shit happened, right? I never did. <laughs> so, if we have a little bit more, you know, the people who have a little bit more, then we have a little bit of time to give people who have a little bit less. Yeah. We get equalized the situation, and one day, you know, regardless of what the government does, we will have systems in place to take care of ourselves. You are now This is Anthony Robbins, host of The Reality Is, where a filter becomes extinct. Today's show is brought to you by Blog Talk Radio, your voice, your independence, your platform. So join us as we work to build a listener and podcaster-centric podcast ecosystem by going to www.blogtalkradio.com. Today's show, this is episode 147, and we've been feeling like we in heaven, because we had a good weekend, and we ain't eating no Chicken. I really hope that song is not the representation of our weekend. No, it's not, but it is the representation of my mood at this point in time. Okay. Like Cole said when Nurse Floyd got him a sh- gave him a shot in the ass, a brother feeling lovely. Clearly. <laughs> do we need to do a formal introduction for me? No, I think your voice says it all. Most people well, have gotten used to your voice. To give an introduction for the people that may have haven't listened before that was one time oh okay that's a one-time thing Alrighty then so we just came through today because we wanted to get your perspective we got you know i talked to jason earlier today and uh, i got his perspective on how he felt the you know martin trivia live event went mm-hmm. and i was wondering I, you know certain things on the podcast like i was telling you certain things on the podcast as me and him were talking I wanted to express, but I was like, these are things that I normally share with you. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I got to hold some of this information or some of these <laughs> emotions until I did okay. the podcast with you. So you're w- w- walking into this for, for me personally, I'm nervous. You know, we've talked on the podcast before where we'd be like, uh, wait, well, are we going straight to the event night or are we going to the pre pregame on we'll, Friday? We'll do the pregame on Friday, but I'm talking about a specific, Okay. Mention. So you know like one time we was doing something and we was talking about how we felt like it was gonna fail. 
something was going to be bad or something. We was like, both. we just had a bad feeling and it wasn't going to work out. What was yeah. that? Oh, that was our back to school <clears throat> event. Like the back to school. Oh, yeah, okay. We didn't have a good feeling about yeah. it this year. Well, this year when I pulled up to House of Blues, like when we pulled up there to, uh, last night or night before, I didn't feel anything. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, normally you kind of feel like, yes, it's going to be a good night tonight. I know it's going to be a good night. Yeah. You know, you wait for that feeling or you like, is it going to be a bad night tonight? What am I, what's about to happen right now? Mm-hmm. I didn't feel nothing. So it made me a little nervous. Really? Yeah. I think I was nervous until I walked into the actual event space and mm-hmm. saw the setup. Like I knew what to expect, but it was like when I walked in and I saw all the seating yeah. and the DJ was there, he yeah. was playing music and I was just like, yeah. I was already like, we did this we shit. We did the shit, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you said that before. And I, for me, I was, you know, I'm kind of like a spectator. So I still walked in and I kind of looked around and I was like, it's kind of small. Yeah, that was the first thing you said. And I had to point out the sign on the on, on to the, the wall, left yeah. of the door to say maximum capacity. Yeah. And then I looked at the stage and I was like, well, I thought the stage would be bigger. Yeah, they had to condense it because of the amount of seating that we needed. Oh, okay, okay. So normally it is bigger, but they they dialed it back a bit. Okay. So, you know, as I don't want to sound like an ass or someone who's always complaining, but... Oh, go right ahead. I'm used to it. I just wanted to... <laughs> all right. No, so, I'm saying... It's not really complaining. You just, you're very pessimistic. Yeah. And you so, have a lot of questions so, all the time. So I was just trying to figure it out. Yeah. But we could go back to the pregame, like you said. Um, it was great uh, meeting Jason and uh, Richard and Steven and Jason. Now, I didn't know they were going to come James. in that deep. No, I didn't. I thought, because I, I, know, <laughs> I know before he told me, he was like, well, hey, when we come down there, do you mind if we have anybody in the studio? And I was like, nah, yeah. man, I don't mind. You know, y'all can bring whoever you want. Yeah. And uh, I was expecting maybe like two other people, because I remember he said he had a camera guy. So mm-hmm. I was thinking maybe one person and maybe an assistant to help him. And then it was like, uh, when you open up the door, who opened, didn't you open the door? I think, no, I think you opened the door. I was sitting on the couch. No, I didn't open the door. I was in the bathroom. Uh, maybe Joe opened Joe, the door. No, Joe didn't get here until late. Who was here? I don't know who the hell opened the door up. The but all there? I know is when the door opened, it was deep. Sam opened the door because Sam was Yeah, because Sam, Sam got Frank here first. Here. Yeah, and Sam he was and up. Yeah, so I, because I heard him come in and. I didn't hear all of that, but I know when I walked out of the bathroom and I walked yeah. out, I was like, who the fuck is all these niggas up in there? And we had previously had debates about whether or not we were going to do it, you know, here. Here or get a at studio. At your place yeah. or do a studio. Unfortunately, the studio that we used was already booked for that night. Yeah. So we was like, oh, yeah, we'll just run it at the house. Yeah. So when the guys walked in, I was like, okay, let me make sure it's enough seat. People were standing around and I was like, oh, make yourself at home, yeah. you know, come sit down, whatever. Yeah. And then you had uh, Steven and this motherfucker, like light-skinned Shaq. Yeah. Tall than the motherfucker yeah. standing up in there. And I walked out. I'm like, who the fuck? And then, like, before I knew Jason, you know, he just looked like a street nigga with braids. And he was standing there. Oh, yeah, because he was, yeah. And I he even, wasn't saying nothing. No, and he it made me nervous. Look. But I'm the same way. And yeah. that's so weird. So now I see how people feel yeah. when I walk into a room and I'm just standing there. Because yeah. even I, I was like, uh, you all right over there? Yeah. He was like, yeah, I'm good. I'm you good. all right? Yeah. And I was like, yeah. Chill out, <laughs> he was New like, York nigga. <laughs> he was like, I'm just chilling. But by the end of the night, I was able to yeah. see more of his personality yeah. and find out that we're kind of the same. Yeah. Because we kind of just like Low key chilling in the, in the back, back, you yeah. know? Nah, he was cool, man. And then I came out, you know, I was like, oh, shit, snap. Uh, I got a celebrity in the motherfucking house. <laughs> Big Al in this bitch. Yes, he looked... <laughs> just, and it's so crazy because what I tell you, uh, McKinney Avenue Tavern was one of the places that I was trying, yeah, to, trying you know, to get in contact with. Once everything fell apart. Yeah. And he was really trying to work it out. Shout out to him. Yeah. Uh, he was really trying to work it out, but he had a lot going on Shout with Shout out Dan. to Big Al, for yeah. real, for real. The, the real Big the Al. Big Al. 
uh, he had a lot going on with it being Halloween weekend. Yeah. So we weren't able to do it, but. Yeah, that's dope. But no, I came out, you know, I felt like once the podcast got rolling, um, brought Steven in and uh, Steven came through, man. And I could tell from his energy when we were doing the podcast on Friday night that I yeah. wanted him to host the event because, you know, I know they were talking about me being one of the main people. And I was like, nah, we need to let him do it because he just has that, you know, that it factor. Yeah, he definitely did. I don't know about you, but when I saw like all the equipment being set up. Oh, yeah. I was like. Oh, yeah. It felt official. Yeah, this is a real deal. Yeah, yeah. Because, you know, sometimes people be like, oh, can I bring my... I know working with... Um, I live in Dallas. Yeah. I get a lot of writers. They request uh, press passes yeah. for themselves <laughs> and a photographer. But usually the photographer is like their boyfriend, yeah. a kid, or like it's nobody that's yeah. really Legit. professional. Yeah. So when he came in, he had all his equipment and I, he was setting up with the lights. And yeah. I was like, damn, we own to something. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it did feel good. Yeah. And it was like, uh, it, it was like, the thing about it was, it was the whole weekend, honestly, it wasn't just videography. It was a production. It was. Like Sam, man, shout out to Sam, man, again. Like Franklin. Franklin. Uh, Chastity helping Frank, man. Oh, like, I told Chastity at the event Saturday, man, she is a bomb-ass assistant. Yeah. Because I know back in, you know, before you got, like, yeah. on, on with the podcast, you were doing photography, mm-hmm. you used to try to rope me in. Yeah. Cause I'm kind of like a Jill of all trades. I try to fill in where I can, yeah. but yeah, I, it, that that part wasn't for me. So when I saw Chastity like doing her thing with the camera, like yeah. making sure everything was, I was like, oh, it can be done if you want to do it. Exactly. So, but uh, <laughs> no, nah, the, 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 just meeting everybody, man. The, the thing I'm, I can go by each individual and, and say why I like them. Mm-hmm. I'm in reference to the guys, man. First, like meeting Jason. Uh, for me and then you can go to you if you want but for me meeting Jason it's like um, he has a presence about himself Yeah, like he's a small guy but like he, he doesn't have big uh, little guy syndrome Exactly. but he has he, he's confident he's aware but I think the thing that I like I like about him the most is he's sincere mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying and he's you can very, feel that uh, you can feel that and he's very passionate and that's why I say for, I told him the day when we did our podcast I said I I feel you because me and you are alike. Mm-hmm. And it was one part where we was talking about, which is why I named the episode No Bobby Browns in the group, um, is because we were talking about like not having egos and no egos being bigger than the other. And we felt like that wouldn't happen yeah. amongst the core group guys that we were hanging out with this weekend. And that's good because egos it, kill it can kill shit. everything. And then I told him, I said, bro, if I'm being real, I said, out of all the guys that I know, and you can tell me what you think, mm-hmm. but I said, out of all the guys in the group that I know, I said, if it was somebody that was going to break it up or mess it up, I said, it would be me or you. And mm-hmm. I said, I'm not going to let that happen. And he was like, I'm not either. And he, he was like, you know, it's too much money to be gotten. He was like, it's too much things we could do together for that yeah. to let that happen. But I thought it was important to even acknowledge that you are seeing somebody who could be those things mm-hmm. or possibly be detrimental to a group and address that and be like, we ain't letting this shit happen. Because yeah. sometimes you got to be like. And it's not so much that you will be detrimental yeah. to the group. It's just that you guys both have so much like. Bravado yes, and ego. Yeah. And the presence yeah. that you guys carry. Yeah. So it's not. It's kind of like having two elite players on a basketball team and you yeah. like how much ball time where do I fit in? in yeah but I think that was a good thing too about watching you guys interact because nobody was trying to figure out what should I do it's like everybody just knew what they were gonna do yeah. and it meshed well together and we, just passed, we were willingly passing the mic because we, exactly. we only had one mic we expected to have multiple mics for all of us to be able to be mic'd up so they had me mic'd up mm-hmm. at the beginning um, and then they mic'd up, I think, uh, Richard, and then they uh, mic'd up Jason. Mm-hmm. And they just kind of, you know, then we passed the mic around on the stage. I was and, nervous about you being mic'd up, though. I don't know what all I said, but I know what I was, I was talking like, about. Please you saw the little me. clip I sent early, right? 
yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 So yeah. it's a little clip, but yeah. I know you was talking about that AC because we know you get hot real yeah, quick. I was hot as shit early. Plus, <laughs> but we was, I was drinking like, that uh, liquor for the. Be mindful of the hot mic. <laughs> Whatever you do. I really don't even know what I said <laughs> and when I was saying it, but I don't think, I don't really remember saying anything that would be like embarrassing. Yeah. So I think I, I mean, I, I did and a good I job. know you know how to conduct yourself, yeah. but sometimes you know it's, the reality is yeah. you get a little too real yeah. in certain situations. Yeah, no, I got you. Yeah. Now, Richard, I like what I liked about Richard I, um, with Richard. It was like um, he has a big smile. Yeah, and you know, being a man who can acknowledge men, you know, and and and. Um, give them accolades for things that they do or they just have a presence. He has a big smile. He has a big smile. He seems like a guy that has a big heart. Um, he fills up a room. You know what I'm saying? Um, very well spoken. But I know throughout the, the weekend, throughout the night, like he would check on me and be like, hey, you good? You need anything? Or, yeah, he did the or, same thing. Yeah, you know, or he was making sure that I felt included. And Jason did the same thing. And they both share that, mm -hmm. you know, um, that awareness of being able to make people feel, you know, welcome and comfortable. I think I, I think before we even met each other, I kind of took to Richard mm -hmm. a little bit more because just hearing them from the podcast interview that you did before, yeah. it was like Jason is the creative and Richard is more of the business aspect, yeah. which is essentially what we have here. You're the creative and yeah. I'm the business person. Yeah. So I kind of just automatically related or felt like I automatically related to Richard a little bit. Yeah, no, that makes sense. And then it goes for me um, going to Steven. Like I like Steven because like I said, he has that presence, um, great personality. He's very appreciative. He's humble. <laughs> What's so funny? Because I told you, I was like, I don't even like light-skinned brothers, oh, but yeah. Steven, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My God. <laughs> so, but, uh, but yeah, he just has a presence about himself, man, and he's real cool, real laid back, very appreciative. And, um, it, uh, yeah, he just, I, I like the way at the thing when he was like, uh, like hey, what do you say, hey? Hey, pretty lady. What was he saying? No, it was. I think it was. It was another term that he used. Princess. That's yeah. what it was. He was like, "Come on, come on, princess." Yeah. Put your. It hand, just put flows your, so yeah, well. Put your. Put your hand up, princess. <laughs> come on up here. You want to come up here? But boy, it killed me that night uh, when we left. Uh, when we went over to Victory Tavern and we came out, mm -hmm. and the girl who was walking up, those it was a group of girls walking up and just thought they was just fine as shit. And he was just playing with them yeah. but being nice, just escorting them in. And he was like, oh, he's like, look at y'all, princess. Y'all look mm -hmm. so beautiful tonight. Y'all about to go up in here and have a good time? He was like, right this way, princess. Go on in mm -hmm. here and have a good time. And one of the girls acted like she didn't even want him yeah. to touch him. And like when she moved, she walked over a street grate and damn near almost lost yeah, shit. broke her ankle and shit. <laughs> And that, not to bring it to race, but like that's one thing. She got crossed over by AI. <laughs> that's one thing that I hate because that's a critique that most black women get. Yeah. It's like, or even like somebody like me, I'm going to take a compliment. If somebody speaks to me or smiles yeah. at me, I'm going to do the same in return. Yeah. Like, but so many black women are like always like thinking that, I don't know if they think they're better than each other or they don't want to be bothered yeah. or I don't know what it is. I don't know. That's why they don't, that's why don't nobody want to approach that's their ass. Yeah, because you always get that kind of like, but this is the thing too, they don't say, approach me. But you'll have, and then you'll have another black woman be like, well, all black women ain't like that, but it's, it's it must be an alarming amount. It has to be a lot because I'm one of those to be, few. Yeah, for, to, for it to be a stigma yeah. is go, and, and not to go to this subject, but it's also the same thing when it references to white girls being better at sex and stuff like that. Like if, if some saying, if people saying so much about it, yeah. Yeah. all the time like it's some truth to it yeah. it's not about making somebody feel bad or you know yeah. 
being, you know, talking shitty on your people. It's just like mm-hmm. some truth somewhere. Same thing with black men, white folks, and everybody else. Yeah. It don't mean that you, you know, not everything is just about race. And I still people think down. people need to be careful about uh, generalizing everything. They do. Yeah. Most definitely. Because there's always a difference of opinion. Now, what was we talking about? He was talking about what you liked about Richard. No, Steven. We were on Steven. I got past Steven. I got to go to, I'm going to go to Big Al. Okay. So Big Al, man, like Big Al is, uh, he's real low key. What is he? I don't he, even know. I don't even remember his real his name. His name is James. Okay. Cause yeah. I got used to calling him Big Al. Big Al. So Big Al has a, now this is, he going to probably laugh when you he heard this. Big Al has a speak when spoken to presence. Mm-hmm. Like he never really says shit to somebody, acknowledge okay. him, and then. But he, he will talk. make that eye contact yeah, and yeah. give you like a nod. Yeah. Cause he did that with me like <laughs> during the event. So. <laughs> he real cool though. <laughs> he cool as shit, man. I don't know. It's like a silence about him. I don't yeah. know, man. It's like, I don't know what he's doing. Every time I turned around, I was but like, But it went like man. that standoffish kind nah. of silence. No, no, no. It yeah. was cool, man. It was one time at uh, the house of, when we were at the House of Blues, um, when the show was going on. He was talking to this girl, and he had his camera. He had James's, uh, Jason's camera, because mm-hmm. you know Jason's the photographer. But you know, he, Big Al was helping him, and I'm gonna keep calling that nigga Big Al, not James. And uh, <laughs> we, me and Jason, were walking over to him, mm-hmm. and as uh, as Big Al was talking to the girl, he said, "Hold on one minute." He said, "Hold on one minute. Let me get my camera to my assistant." <laughs> and, he, and he handed it to Jason. Jason said, "What the fuck? He just..." <laughs> And he went right back to the girl and kept talking. I said, this felt like some Jamie Foxx shit. Like when Jamie Foxx acted like he was a producer in yeah. L.A. and was trying to lure them girls in. I was like, this well, thing is crazy. In his defense, you didn't have to do much to lure them girls in. Then, uh, nah, it was they was of, out. There was a lot of it girls out there. Force. They got, it was They was out real big at uh, Victory Tavern, though. Oh, yeah, that's always the case. I think I was, because you, you are not a, I'm not a club person either, but I'm I will go for birthday yeah. celebrations. So I had been there previously. And on the top level, yeah. it was a girl up there when I was there. She didn't have nobody's underwear on, and she kept dropping it like it was hat. Like, Was she attractive? She was. Okay, well, that's fine. Yeah. As long as it didn't smell, but, she wasn't squirting. So I already anymore. knew what to expect when I was going, going there. there. Yeah. And that's why when I was like, because I'm, I'm real low key. So yeah. when I was standing off to the side and he was like, you good, you good. And I'm like, I'm good. Yeah. You go enjoy your night. Because, yeah, it was a night to remember. Yeah. So to get to the night, um, I think one of the, the moment, one of the biggest moments um, that stood out to me um, that night was. Being on the stage next to DJ Double L, shout out to DJ Double L coming through on the ones and twos, man. Yes. We do appreciate Long you. Long time DJ for the reality is. Most definitely. And and it was like I was up there when we were spitting out, you know, different songs for him to pitch out and, and just watching the crowd, mm-hmm. like, go crazy and shift between, you know, playing that, uh, you know, uh, Rough Riders anthem. Yeah. And then it switched to, you know, Jason and them song, uh, Chief Keep Don't Like, and then Southside. And, yeah. And it's like watching the wave of the uh, crowd yeah, growing. when Oakley that's yeah. my hood came on that shit went crazy I forgot the fact that I don't know how to dance yeah. but I was yeah I was definitely moving <laughs> cause that's my shit but it was like it was crazy because it was like just I mean like I told me and, and it's funny because if they I don't know how much of a mic they got but if they mic'd all of us up just to hear the conversation and the camaraderie that was being built between all of us oh, while yeah, we were on stage were and we were just passing the mic around dancing on stage and that's why I'm like I haven't seen it yet but I hope Sam or Poster Boy got some of that footage of us yeah. just jigging out on the stage I'm sure they did. and having a good the, time man because it was just like I, I told him I was like bro I feel like we artists man like to look out in the crowd and just see motherfuckers so going crazy so now you understand 
why they always chasing that high. Hell, because now you like next event, yeah. it's gotta be it gotta even be better. That's why when Jason was like, "You coming to DC?" I was like, "I'm, I'm coming." Oh bro. yeah, I don't give a fuck if I gotta switch some shit up. I'm, be, I'm gonna be there. Yeah, and, and I think it'll be good for you to get back to DC because you know when we went to DC, yeah. you you weren't sold on it quite as much as yeah. I was. Like I fell in love with it when I was a flight attendant. So and I think, you gotta go because I forgot about that other podcast down there that wanted us to come through. The one I told you that was down there. Oh, they wanted us both to come through? <laughs> you are the consultant. Yes. So right. somebody has to do that. I know. I know. I never turned down a chance to travel. You're such ass. I never. <laughs> so stupid. No, I think that comes up because a lot of times, even though I am the consultant, um, you know, amongst other things, I think it comes up because I do try to allow you your space to yeah. click and mesh with guys, especially considering the history that you've had with certain guys yeah. that haven't panned out well. Yeah. well. Nah, this one seems like it's going to be right, man. Yeah. And then before we talked about the rest of the event, I want to say why I like Jason, man. Jason Alexander, man. I, I, I felt like I kind of bonded with him a little bit more uh, during the game night because we kind of talked on mm-hmm. and off throughout the night because he was kind of off to the side. Yeah. And he would let me know if somebody was looking for me or if somebody wanted me to get mic'd up real quick or whatever the case may be. Yeah. But he like he just had a real chill presence. And um, I remember um, throughout the crowd when we were talking that night, he just kept saying, he was like, I'm drunk. Yeah, he did. I, I'm drunk, man. <laughs> I'm, I'm gone. I'm gone. I'm, I'm drunk. He's like, but I wanted to tell you, man, you know, he was like, um, I like what you're doing. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? He's like, you're a real cool dude. And um, he was like, man, just keep doing what you're doing. He's like, you got a good girl. And, you know, y'all cool. And he was like, it's different how you work (laughs) things out and how, you know, how you just moving and how she's allowing you to be out here and y'all just having fun. And I was like, it's cool. And he was like, there's some girls out here. I said, yeah, bro. He's like, but you, I I literally that night, I got my dick grabbed twice and my booty. I I missed that part, but I know it was a couple, I spotted a couple of girls. Because I was just like, okay. And every time I turned, around that's why it, and it's like because and then the other thing was i ended up seeing people i knew in there it was uh-huh. a guy um shout out to jerome mcgarry man the homie he uh played baseball back in college when we first started college together uh-huh. and i saw him from across the room and i was like what yeah the he fuck? was like i know him and yeah I, all i know is i saw you disappear into the crowd and i was because like, after okay, i saw him good. i saw somebody else and then after yeah. i saw somebody else saw somebody else then i saw a couple of my home girls in there then i saw joseph well i wasn't tripping because at first you were like oh i'm not a club person i'm ready to go but I thought it was important first to stay because I wanted you to really in- take in that moment. Well, I was also ready to leave after that altercation, which is why. Yeah, but you can't let fuck niggas mess up your night. But it was, I just, <laughs> I can't be in a situation like that stuff. I already talked about it on the last podcast. So I yeah. ain't gonna jump into deep detail, but I just, for me, like, I, I, I really don't want to fight because it's like, first of all, I'm too old for that uh, shit. Yeah, and second of all, I I don't know if I would stop. So it would have yeah. to be heat. Somebody going to beat and the I shit know out of this, me. So that's why I pulled uh, you to, to the side. I'm going to have to beat the shit out of somebody else. And I literally and I didn't even tell Jason this like I was so pissed even when you pulled me to the side and was like talking to me like I still went into the back well first of all I walked back down with you yeah. and then I saw the dude and he kept looking at me and I was like I'm supposed to just go snatch this nigga well, from behind the table so I literally turned back around you was like where are you going and I just kept walking yeah. went to the bathroom and I sat on the toilet for 10 minutes in the bathroom until I could calm down yeah. play the game on my phone and I came back out and I was like okay I need to get a drink and that's why I said on the last podcast, shout out to one of our listeners, Katie. 
because uh, when I, I asked you first, yeah. I was like, what do you want to drink? He was like, ah, oh, nah, I'm not yeah, drinking, you know none. me, or whatever. So I was like, ah, right, okay. Yeah, and then and I then, just went and sat by myself, mm-hmm. and like, uh, big, she, uh, she was talking with Big Al, mm-hmm. and like, she came over and she's like, you good? I was like, yeah, I just need to sit in the crowd. I didn't know if she knew what happened, you know, because yeah. I didn't know how long they had been there, but I was like, I don't really like crowds, so I was mm-hmm. like, I'm just sitting over here for a moment, and she's like, you drinking? And I was like, nah, I'm good. And she's like, let me get you a drink. And mm-hmm. I was like, yeah, just give me what I, I forgot what I told her to get, but or asked her to get, and she got it. And I was like, you know what? I really appreciate it. And she was like, man, I like what you and your girlfriend are doing, and mm-hmm. you know how what y'all have done and what y'all put together from listening to everything, and then to be able to see you guys and it come to fruition. And she was like, I, you know, and then like she. Uh, responded on uh, what's your Instagram today mm-hmm. and she was like you know what I'm still wishing it was Saturday I said I think all of us do because all of us have felt that way just yeah. to get back in that moment which is why we we're trying to plan for Houston now oh yeah and get ready to hit and the I road think again. It's, it's so weird I, first of all I knew you were in a different headspace because when I was pulling you to the side you let me hold like I held your hand and we oh, walked yeah, to the side yeah. and you're not a hand holder yeah. so I was like okay I, Cause <laughs> I, I know this shit yeah. is about to <laughs> Let yeah, me just get him over here and like try to try to talk to him a little bit. But then uh, to he was back so it up, disrespectful, yeah, he man. was. But the but the thing about it is, what you don't know is that I actually had told him the same thing because I was holding up that corner yeah. while y'all were, you know, the guys were yeah. out doing their thing, and so he actually backed into me where he stepped on my foot and I just like touched him in like on his his back and I was like hey you know and he was like oh my bad my bad but I guess because it was a a man and he was trying to talk to and he was hollering at a girl he kind of let his ego get the best of him and then his we later learned out you know found out that his friends said he had been drinking or whatever but what I was gonna say in reference to KD was it was was crazy smash his ass yeah I know I know you got a lot of pent up frustration so I was just trying to keep that from happening. <laughs> but what I was going to say about KD, um, at the event, I saw her standing at the end of the bar, and I just recognized her face from social That's media. That's what I'm saying. It was And crazy. I was like, hey, I know you. And she was like, yeah, you're Artesia. Yeah. From, and I was like, yeah, you're K-. Like, yeah. it's crazy what how that works. What is real name, though? I don't know. That's All what, I know is KD and it's NY, yeah. something but else She, on she told me her name, but I was, man, I was, I think that at the moment that I really talked to her was when I was after that thing. Yeah. Because I, I think I asked her her name and then I spoke to her friend, but I, man, I was so pissed off at that point in time and I was a little tipsy because I don't really drink. And we have been, well, you know what? Well, you drink, you drink. can drink, and you yeah. do have a high tolerance, but, I but you had ate. Yeah, yeah, I had On ate. top of that. My only thing I ate, I told, I said it on the last podcast, mama had like a panini, and I took a bite of it in mo- in motion, because I was like, yeah. I'm hungry, and she's like, here, take a bite of this. I think I was too, like, I was just trying to make sure everything was good. Yeah. I wasn't even concerned about eating until we, I think we, we stopped it. We had the Lyft driver stop at McDonald's. Oh, yeah. That's how hungry we were, because normally I, I don't man. go to McDonald's. And see, with me but, drinking and not being used to drinking, I cramped up in the back seat. Yeah, you did, because I had to get out and move and to I'm the And I'm stretching in the middle of the road. Yeah, yeah. On the side of the highway. I was like, oh, man, let's just get to the house. And then you even told me, you was like, babe, let's yeah, take it to the house. Yeah. And I, and, but I was so hungry. I said, can you please just still stop? Like. I didn't even hear y'all had, say that. Yeah, I had to veto you that. Whistle, you must no, have whispered to him. No, I thought you I, heard me. No, nah, I was said, in so much pain. I thought, we, and then when I saw y'all turn to McDonald's, I said, "Fuck these bitches! These motherfuckers didn't even." When you didn't say anything, I figured you might be a little upset, but I was so hungry. Like, yeah, and shout out to McDonald's for the um, the buttermilk chicken tenders. <laughs> Did I eat one of them? Nah. No, I had a chicken sandwich. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I had. But the event, man, I, I had a good time. Um, uh, great shot, big shout out to House of Blues yes. for, for coming through and helping us. They were very Definitely. attentive. They paid attention. You know, we had a server 
um, to come help us out at the table. I remember the guy when we were sitting at the front table doing, you know, playing the game. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had a server coming back and forth from the guy, one of the guys sitting at, near the table. He's like, y'all got a personal server? He's like. Yeah, because yeah. I talked to the guy yeah. and he was like, well, let me see what I can do. Yeah. But it, they made it happen. And also shout out to them because for one, they came through in the clutch. And then for two, they were able to assess the crowd and see how bomb this event was. Yeah. They already reached out to help us with the next one. In a different location. So That's what I'm talking Houston about. Houston next stop. See, you know? I didn't even know that. So we are going to be there. Yeah. We so just got to get the dates. Get some and, dates and stuff scheduled you know, out. Well, that's going to happen. All right. Well, Jason, Richard, when you hear this podcast, which I know you will, uh, we in there. So I also, what was the guy's name? Because I was telling Jason on the last podcast, the guy, remember I told you, like I came out of the bathroom and the white guy came to me and he was asking me about some night promoter and I came and got you. Yeah. What what was do you remember the promoter's name? The promoter's name. Um, I just know it's like DFW something. I can't. Oh, remember. I didn't have his name on the card. No, it's, it's just the company. A, yeah. Okay, but I know when he said his name, I was like, I don't know what he was talking about. But what was what did they want? So in, basically, in um, Mike, which is the white guy you mentioned, mm-hmm. he was assigned to our. He was like our event producer for mm-hmm. the night, and so he saw that the event was going good. You know, we had a good crowd. It yeah. was hype or whatever, and so he came over because he wanted to introduce us basically connect us to that promoter because he's you know kind of a big deal here in in dallas Dallas, yeah and so when i went over there of course he was saying you know if any of your people want to come over then they can because ours was from seven to ten his event was from ten to two okay and it was one of those uh silent parties okay so he was saying basically you know we could refer people to come over and then you know possibly connect on something in the future okay and it was a discount because of whatever and he was like what y'all got going over there yeah. he was like you mind if I come over there with you and check it out he came over he was like yeah man yeah. this is dope or whatever so it was just great all around and with the um, Jason gave us some good news today too on the last podcast I was telling you to listen to it but he said that it's pretty much a lock for the liquor sponsor that's awesome um, that from, and it's so from, crazy because yeah, from the event they think about how, how many how many events we've done on our own and, and like I always tell you all it takes is that one time and that one right connection yeah. to make it happen so now yeah. you know it seems like you're off to a, a, a good track yeah I told him we definitely working. Yeah, and I, like I told Jason, I think the thing that I love about all of them is just they just they seem trustworthy, and um, reciprocity is. But they are about their business. They are about process. their business, you yeah. know. So that's it's one of them good things, man. But that's all I got to say. Did you have something else to say about it? That's it. I'm just ready for the next ready one. Ready for man. the next one. Houston, we coming. Um, I, I, you know, a lot of people was hitting me up today talking about when we're gonna do it here in Dallas again. I was thinking it would be dope to possibly do it, maybe like in February or something. Yeah. February, maybe. Definitely, ap- you know, after. at the top of the year. Yeah, and the reason I said February, Black History Month, Martin is a big deal. Maybe we could kind of mix that in yeah. and do that and bring it back here. So that would be dope to do so. Uh, for your consulting needs, where can they find you? Because people keep hitting me up and they, like you said, you don't want to be known as Yeah, I'm not just, girlfriend. I'm more than just your girlfriend. Like so I've been like, doing this yeah. business for years. Mm-hmm. Um, and thank God for the platform, for people to be able to recognize me more. Yeah. But it's no Artesia. That's K N O W A R T E S I A. That's yeah. on social, or you can visit noartesia.com. All right, man. And y'all already know where y'all can find us at. Check us out on social media at The Reality Is. That's T H A on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Ah, uh, shit. I have abandoned Anchor because they upgraded so fast on Anchor got a lot going on. Yeah, they, they just sent out an email, I think, yesterday. I got left behind on that shit. <laughs> 
I got left behind. <laughs> also, we keep updating our um, our website so you can check out new stuff coming and events that'll be coming up. Merchandise if you want to get t-shirts and hats. Um, check out the website at www.therealityis.com. If you want to be on the podcast, if you want to... Um, yeah, if you want to be on the podcast, if you want us to answer one of your listener questions or you got a question that you would like our opinions on, we don't have a professional opinion, um, but we do have an opinion, so we don't mind buttoning your damn business and giving you some uh, input. You can hit us up at info at the reality is dot com. I want to say personally to the homie, if you listen to Dwayne Whitfield, I swear to God, my G, I oh have not God. forgot about you. I know we were supposed to Every podcast about a month ago, and I see him. He's faithful and he's consistent. <laughs> my brother, I have not forgotten about you. We are going to do a podcast, but a lot of shit just just hit me real quick and it's a whirlwind but I yeah. want you to know I have not forgot about you my G we're gonna do that Rob Espinosa, I have not forgotten about you we're gonna make sure we do that these couples and uh, people who are in the relationships with me talking about doing the relationship series we're gonna do that I haven't forgot about you shout I'm out also, to Bo and his wife mentioning couples shout out to yeah, them for man. coming out to support yeah. I love them together yeah I do too I do too <laughs> it's like knowing him his for knowing Bo for his whole life and I hate that I didn't get to introduce him to Jason and Richard cause I don't think I did and that's something that I wanted to do but the night just got away from me but I love I love his wife because she the real deal man yeah and I don't even I didn't grow you know you grew up with Bo obviously yeah, yeah. I didn't but it's just something about seeing them together yeah it's like they look amazing like yeah. I feel like yeah yeah I don't say it. I don't say it often. I'm not gonna say it now. But they look like they could be relationship goals. You know, everybody got that going on. on oh social. yeah, yeah, that's true. <laughs> I know what you're talking about. Nah, man. Shout out to Bo, man, for coming out. Shout out to uh, Harper, man. Shout out to Frank. Man, Harper came through for me. What did he do this time? On Saturday night. What did he do? Harper, we is, supposed to wrap it up, but we, we, hey, no, I we, know. no, 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 we good. It's we gotta give our minutes. shout outs. But Harper came through for me. Let me just say. Um, I'm a little bit out of practice with my heel game. Okay. A little bit out of practice with it. I used you wouldn't catch me leaving the house without heels on. Yeah. But uh, by the end of the night on Saturday, I was dying. Harper looked out for me, so shout out to you. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate you. <laughs> I appreciate Frank, man, Frank and Joseph, man, for working the door, making sure everybody got in. Nobody got uh, got in uh, without, uh, you know, going through the proper channels right. to get and, into that. And Jojo. I said Jojo. Okay, because Jojo was working. Yeah, he was working. Like, Jojo was working the door. He came to me during the night. He was like, hey, you need me to get some footage on your phone. Like, he yeah. took my phone. He was doing vi I found a couple of videos in my phone. I was like, I didn't do this. Yeah. And then it dawned on me that was Jojo. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. Because I was trying to get some. I gave you my phone, but I didn't. I forgot to tell you the passcode to get in it to get some video. Because I was trying to get it from. Yeah, up you there. had changed your passcode. Because yeah. normally I know the passcode, but yeah. Okay, that it was sound like that was gonna be made for. No, like it was good. It was okay statement. though because when when you came to get the phone, I was like, I don't know the passcode. And you okay. was like, it's your birthday. So I was like, okay. Oh, okay. Okay. So <laughs> so we had uh, at the end of the day. You can change it again now, just in case. Okay, so everything was good. The event was amazing. I'm so appreciative. Like, if you didn't watch uh, my my Instagram snaps on yesterday or whatever the fuck they called, I did watch. I'm just saying, people. Period. Like, I just was excited. You know what I'm saying? Everybody. Okay. It's so crazy because everybody been coming on these dance videos I've been putting out. You know, that's the latest craze. And anytime, you know, it's 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 cuffing. Is it cuffing season technically? Or it's getting there. Yeah. So winter's coming. Yeah, people on the lookout. On the lookout. Because I, I even hit you up on one of the videos and I was like, okay, I see you. 
But that's what I'm saying. I don't, but I, when I don't even be thinking about stuff like that, I just be like, I'm in a good oh, mood. Okay. I put the nah. What what two nah. giants say? That humble shit. Fuck all that mumble. Oh yeah. <laughs> fuck that. Nah, but that ain't. But that that's not what it is, man. That's it was just when I when I do those video like that first video. I literally somebody told me about that song. Mm-hmm. No, matter of fact, what happened was I was looking on Instagram on B. Mashaver Instagram. Shout out to B. Mashaver. Mm-hmm. But I was on her Instagram and it was a Chris Brown video and he was dancing to oh, flip yeah. mode. And I was like, I ain't never heard that song. So I went to his page and, and I was like, and I me. saw it and I saw the song. I told you about it. Then I went and found the song and I listened to the whole thing. And created a whole thing. No, I didn't, but this is the thing about it. I didn't practice that shit. I literally was just in the living room, you know, straightening yeah. up, listening to the music. And when it came on, I was just, I started moving around like you saw me doing in the video. Mm-hmm. with my hands and I was like that's what I thought you know what I'm saying and I was like shorty yeah. shorty you know whatever lock yeah. me down I'm thinking lock fade away I'm thinking shoot and fade away and I saw the video and I was like oh, <laughs> look at my man with the coordination nah, come so through I honey to, I was basically just and it's like one of the things where it's like I was just having fun with it mm-hmm. and it just took off and then I know Jojo was like man it's funny to see you you know he's like it's yeah. funny to see you do that and move like that because he was like you real laid back yeah. and you real chilled he was like so seeing you dance is funny but it's then. all about having a good time and it the is. older you get the more you realize and you be like oh really well I'm, but I'm like not, fuck I, it I'm gonna yeah. do what I wanna do now it's like I'm the old nigga dancing nah cause um, you, I mean it would be different if you looked old but yeah. you don't so you get a pass I was like I'm the old nigga dancing that's what I was thinking too cause I was like also before I even get out of here the thing that the, the thing that really blessed me this week man Come through with a blessing. For real though, like it was the like that night, Friday night. Like it just felt like it felt right. It felt That's right. That's all I can say. And even Frank said it. Frank was like, "Bro, that felt like brotherhood." He was like, "I've never been around dudes and just yeah. clicked with them that quick." Because you know Dallas dudes are fuck dudes. Yeah, it's bad like, business. Yeah. It's, it's hard to it's hard to find good friends and. Friday felt good and then it was like Saturday like all of us doing it together and taking pictures at the end and, then and it was like effect, yeah it was just like, and then going was... over there to across the street to Victory Tavern and partying up after that and yeah. drinking and looking out for each other it was just like alright man and then having my mom there to see it and just being proud she and was so proud shout out to Talking Greasy Podcast for coming through man and supporting uh, Kim oh, and Broderick yeah. you know they came out and, and just having that I like I just appreciate like the you know just generosity and, and mm-hmm. just people being appreciative and and, and for that. the people that missed it, yeah. be on them tickets when it come back come at back the around. top of the year. But you know what I also thought about, too? It, it made me be like, I could do this. I was telling a story to uh, Jason and them, you know, after the podcast on Friday night, we were talking afterwards. Yeah. And I told them the story because they were talking about, you know, we talked about Charlemagne on the podcast mm-hmm. and with him being endorsed in them and whatever. So um, I was like, you know what? When Charlemagne came here, I went to see him, you know, and it was like, what did you think about it? And I've never told anybody this story, I think, outside of you because mm-hmm. you were in the story. But I, I, I literally left work early. I bust my ass, got off work early. And I was like, I want to go see Charlemagne because I was like, you know, this is somebody that I like. I admire his work. He's a, you know, he's a good artist at his craft of uh, being a broadcaster because being that is to be an artist, you know, mm-hmm. to be on the, the on the mic and say some of the things that he says off the top of his head and do those donkeys other days and do what he does. He's he's an artist. Even though he runs shit in the ground sometimes. Yes, yes. <laughs> but he, he'll do, you know, he's good at what he does. And mm-hmm. running shit in the ground is a part of what you have to do, especially part on, of the gimmick. on, send, yeah, on syndic- uh, syndicated radio. But like yeah. on his brilliant idiots like he's not as redundant mm-hmm. you know but that's radio because somebody's always chiming in every 15 but that's 30 even minutes something in, it, in itself to realize the difference between between those two which means he knows his craft effectively exactly yeah. and that's why i say he's a he's a he's a um genius at what he does mm-hmm. but i was telling a story about it and i was like yeah he went he was at paul quinn um speaking for his book mm-hmm. and i went out there to see him 
And I was broke as fuck the day that I went out there. And this was just earlier this year. Mm -hmm. So I went out there to see him. And when I went out there to see him, I waited. I got there. I was sitting right in the middle. And it took like 15 minutes for him to come out. Mm -hmm. And he came out and it was like the crowd went crazy. Mm -hmm. And I was like, okay. And I never been starstruck. But me neither. Because I was about, I was just about to say, I didn't even stand up. I was just still sitting down and I was clapping my hand like, okay, you know, he's mm -hmm. here. And he got on the stage and you know the the guy who was the, the mediator i guess that's what they called yeah. like he was talking to him and asking him questions and i don't even remember much of what charlemagne said i just remember getting up like mm -hmm. 10 seconds after that you called me 30 minutes later leaving. and he was like i gotta get back to work like yeah and you was like you're not gonna stay and i was telling jason <laughs> and they was like you left bro. i was like what happened and he was like why the fuck would you go if you was gonna leave and i was like because i know what i want mm -hmm. and i know what i'm working for and me sitting here watching him, all I needed to see from him, I came out here for inspiration to see him. Mm -hmm. I'm broke. And you got I'm it. down. It's just like people go to church and be like, I need God. I, I need Jesus. Word. I need a word. And I was like, I'm going to him for inspiration. I didn't hear, I didn't have to hear him speak a word because I hear him talk on his podcast. I hear him talk on, you know, his talk show on Brian. And at that time you were listening to it real heavy. So. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So it's like when I, and I have not listened to him since then. Yeah. And it was like when he came on outside of like Breakfast Club, yeah. but not his podcast because I don't want anything to sound the same. So when you start getting those comparisons. Exactly. I was like, when he start, I started people telling me I sound like Charlemagne or we see, they see that, I was like, Dup, got to cut it. I must be doing something the same. Mm -hmm. So when I saw him come out and the crowd erupted, all I saw was, I want that. I want somebody to acknowledge me for hard work, mm -hmm. which it goes back to when people do those questionnaires at work and they be like, what do people like the most, mm -hmm. money or appreciation? Mm -hmm. And believe it or not, People, are, people, and, and that's the consensus yeah, overall. All day. People want to be appreciated. Him walking out, he works and gets paid. Because even in all of this, I do this for free. Yeah. Like, you know, the relationship is one aspect, yeah. but I charge other people. Yeah. Whatever, but I never think about the money aspect. Yeah. I have, I have given money and invested in this because yeah. I, that's how much I believe in it. And as long as you continue to appreciate and respect the work that I do. Yeah. I'm good. Yeah. And that's the crazy part. Cause like when I saw him walk out, that's all I needed. I was like, I want that. And I got to keep doing what I'm doing and get mm -hmm. better at what I'm doing to get that. Cause yeah. I ain't going to get it doing what he doing. Exactly. But like I said, the consensus of people appreciating something over money is that because he's getting, when he get that check, if he, if let's just say his check is 15,000, you know, $15,000 per pay period. That's a good check. Mm -hmm. But seeing that and saying, Oh, that's great. Mm -hmm. But then coming out to a crowd like he did in Milwaukee the other night mm -hmm. and for bringing it is and like people just on their feet. That feel better than somebody saying you got 15 grand to put in the bank because that 15 grand it. is going to be like, oh, initially you're going to look at that check and be like, that's nice. I can get this, this day, and that. But money the, doesn't buy happiness. It allows you to live your life a certain way, yeah. but it does not buy your happiness. Like because, when, you, man, when you are alone and by yourself yeah. in moments, like you really realize like money don't even matter at all. Yeah. And it was like, it's just crazy because like, I know when we, like I said, when we was on that stage, like I was just like, it literally, like, I think at one point I opened my arms up like this mm -hmm. and it literally just felt like, like, this, like they can see. No, so, well, yeah, but I stretched <laughs> I my, arms. my arms. <laughs> yeah. But it's like, I just stretched my arms out wide and it was kind of like, I was just receiving the energy, mm -hmm. you know, from the crowd. You know what I'm saying? And then that's thing I know before I know it, I was like yelling in the mic, like a DJ saying shit. And mm -hmm. I was like, okay. But just think about though, that you were able to experience this at your level Yeah. on sat on last Saturday night. Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy, man. Yeah. So it's only up from here. Yeah, that's what we're shooting for, man. 
that's that's what's gonna happen. I know I'm trying to you be still, more optimistic. You still got some of those pessimistic ways in there. I was supposed to be saying something else. Oh yeah, you can follow me at Sir Robert Poe <laughs> on uh, Instagram and Anthony Roberts on Facebook, man. People ask me why you don't got no nickname. Uh, Stephen was like, "What you want me to introduce you as?" I was like, "Just say Sir Robert Poe." But even when he said, "Yeah," it, when I was he like, said it, I was like, yeah, "I even, ain't heard that in yeah, so long." Oh, yeah, it's I was like, "Fucking he, Anthony yeah. Roberts of the reality." That's what I was just gonna say. Next time he just gotta say that, man, because I was yeah. like, "I'm just a regular person, man." Sir Robert and, Poe was like, "We've been talking for six years." Yeah, that's why I think I'm about to change it because yeah. I don't even want that name on there no more. But you told me not to change it for a while because I was using it as a handle for everything. You were. But I think and, I'm, and I'm ready I to change I still like now. that name. I just don't think it is. I'm not doing poetry anymore, though. Yeah, you're that not. That was for poetry. You're not. I got to figure out a monster name for this podcast shit. Oh, man. Hey, man, if y'all listening, y'all think y'all can give me a good DJ name or a good uh, handle for my podcast and shit to it's represent so myself, because, hit me up uh, and email me. Diana, she was mm-hmm. on the podcast before. Yeah. She just told me today, she was like, oh, my God, I love that Sir Robert Poe. She was like, it's so poetic. She's so crazy. And what I did not mention is... The fact the because uh, Republic and Company mm-hmm. they gave our card games at the event, mm-hmm. and one of my other coworkers she was there. And I have an idea for our card game. Okay, good. We need to get that going. But um, she was at the event. She got a card, you know, a deck of cards, and she came into work today, and she was talking about how fire it was yeah. because they actually did like a mini game night at their place last night. Okay. She was like, I'm still hungover, so don't hold it against me. <laughs> <laughs> she was like, if I don't get shit right, it's not my fault. Yeah. Down to earth, whatever. But she was saying how good it was. She was like, some of the cards like challenged, like they were thinking like this is the answer, but yeah, it, wasn't. it wasn't. So yeah. they went back and watched the actual episodes and was like, damn, that the card is right. Because yeah. they was just like, nah, this card ain't right. This yeah. can't be right. <laughs> so they went back and watched the episode. Yeah. And this is the same Shout couple. Shout out to Chase for putting the motherfuckers together. Exactly. And this is the same couple that is, they moved here from Kansas City, Missouri. Yeah. And they were actually thinking about going home. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the night, the husband was like, babe, we can't leave yet. Hey, that's what I'm talking about, Shimon. <laughs> we can't leave yet. Cause hey, she, man. Because they were like, I told, I, we hey, don't do shit like this in Kansas City. S- s- surrender. <laughs> surrender, man. Let me, let me talk to you real quick, Surrender. You know what I'm saying? Artesia told me you was talking about moving back to Kansas City. <laughs> <laughs> Sit your motherfucking ass down, man. We need you out here. I got some more time. I got to kick it with Shimon, man. I got to get to know him. Yeah. I got to introduce him to some of my good people. Then we got to introduce, he got to introduce me to some of his good people. Yeah. Then we got to break bread. And then we have to partake of the greenery that God has put on this earth to help people in profound ways. Yeah. He was like, babe, we, we can't go home yet. Out here changing people's lives, man. Yeah. To God be all the glory. So that's all I wanted to share. To God be all the glory. I know we did the like the, the closing wrap up like Yes, we uh, ten minutes we, ago. we were supposed to finish that about uh, 15 oh, minutes shit, ago. Oh shit, it's time to go now. I feel like it's going great. <laughs> Today is a beautiful day. Body well, I'm about to refill my wine glass and catch up on Queen Sugar. I'm not here for this song. Always remember to inhale courage and exhale success. We out. Grandma Collie told me that she need a new car. Said she heard that her grandson is a superstar. Mama said, don't worry, she's sick, but she good, though. Damn. Mom and dad are in the suburbs, but they hood, though. Yeah. My little brother locked up just for trying to get some paper. But I can't blame him because.
cause his big brother paper chasing. Keep some money on his books, man. That young nigga straight. He said he don't want no visions. That young nigga ate. My best friend mama getting sick about a day. Cancer took over her body, got her all in pain. My homie going through it, I see it all in his face. Now everybody bow your head. It's time to pray. That you love him while he here. Tell your homeboy you love him while he here. One day you're here, next day you gone. For real. It's that time. Has it been a while since you flipped that thermostat from heat to cool? Turn to the experts at Griffith Energy Services before you do for an $88 AC start and check to make sure your AC is in tip-top shape. Griffith specializes in carrier, but services all brands. Visit GriffithEnergyServices.com today. Your local carrier expert. That's GriffithEnergyServices.com. License number MDHVACR01-2278. Griffith Energy Services. Doggone dependable. Today on News 4 at 4, we're working for you. An inside look at the local COVID vaccine trial for kids. What children reported days after getting the shot and how it could impact the timeline of kids being vaccinated. Today at 4 p.m. on NBC4. Tonight, it's the Voice Live Rounds, and Nick Jonas wants his first win. Let's get this done. Who's got what it takes and whose dream ends here? Watch live and vote to save your faves. The Voice Live Rounds, tonight on NBC.